Matthew 23, verse 23 and 24. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. This morning I want to provide three reasons why I believe Jesus and only Jesus could make this statement. Then I want to consider weightier matters. I will introduce the triplets, and I want to conclude with here and now. Three reasons why I think only Jesus can make this statement. First, Jesus is the standard an expectation used to measure everyone. And this is God's design. We humans have a tendency of comparing ourselves with others. This is one of the reasons a lot of the young folks in our society are having a difficult time with social media. Because on social media, they see something, and in their minds, they start to assess that something or someone, their lifestyle, and then they compare their life with this lifestyle that they're seeing through social media. Based on that, they, can, they will conclude that their life is either better off equal to or worse off than what they're seeing on social media. In God's eyes, the standard is Jesus Christ. Now these Pharisees and scribes clung together like a termite colony. They hang out together they have the same conversations. They pat each other on the backs. They praise each other. And by doing this, they affirm each other. When Jesus confronts them, he does not compare them to each other. He doesn't play their games. He compares them to himself. Jesus is the standard. He didn't choose to be the standard. He was made the standard by divine authority. And so when Jesus compares these folks with himself, he can make this statement. Secondly, only Jesus can search the soul of humans. I'm not talking about the brain and I'm not talking about the heart. Those have biological jobs and functions. I'm talking about the soul. 
I'm talking about the being that uses the body, the one that is separated from the body when death comes. No one really dies. We only move on, according to Scripture. And that soul that departs the body, just like we will depart this space, this building, in a little bit, that soul can only be searched by God and God alone. That is Jesus Christ. So when Jesus Christ looked into the depths of this, these souls, he saw fat rats with hats. And these fat rats with hats had words on them, emblazed, hypocrite, blind guy. So in the depth of the existence of these folks, the only thing Jesus saw was hypocrisy. A pretentious lifestyle, a lifestyle that they demonstrate to their community, their society, I'm the standard, you should be like me. The standard, Jesus Christ looks at them and says, you hypocrites, you blind guides. Why? Because I can look deep inside your soul. And what I see is hypocrisy. You pretend to be what you really are not. You believe you know where you're going. You believe you have things in order. You believe people should follow you, but you're blind. You're leading people astray. And that is why he speaks to them like this. Woe to you! Thirdly, whether it's been in the past, whether it'll be today in the present, or whether it'll be tomorrow, at some point, at some point, we all play the role of hypocrite. Ooh, that hurts. We all play the role of blind guide. Whether intentional or not intentional, because of our current condition as humans, we have a tendency to fall there. Some of us will realize it. And we become repentant and, oh, my Lord, what did I do? Forgive me. And we want to change that. Others, they fall there and they're like, well, this is pretty good. <laughs> I'll just stay here. Three reasons why only Christ can make this statement. The weightier matters. Jesus makes a statement. And he draws them to this conclusion of weightier matters. Is Jesus giving a revelation of God's thinking processes? There's a group of scientists who combine science and medicine, and they're studying the human brain. What areas of the human brain light up? Dr. David Brandt, his father was the founder, I'm sorry, his grandfather was the founder of the first clinic to treat people with leprosy. 
He wrote a book in God's image. And he compares the brain to a hotel with many rooms. And so scientists are trying to study. They're making a lot of effort to study the brain and what parts of the brain light up and blah, blah, blah. Well, I think Jesus is giving us an insight without all these machines that are available to us today of how God thinks. And he's talking to these scribes and these Pharisees who, th- who set themselves as the experts on God matters. If you want to know something about God, don't ask your dad, don't ask your mom, don't ask grandma, grandpa. Go to the Pharisee, go to the scribe. They are the experts. Well, Jesus tells them, there are weightier matters. And for them to grasp his point, Jesus makes a ridiculous statement. Because in Leviticus, nowhere did God ask a tithe of anise or cumin. It's not in there. But Jesus makes this ridiculous statement, hoping that they will realize that his ridiculous statement is a revelation of their ridiculous lifestyles. I'm sure that they went back and they looked through the books and they pulled out the books and they pulled out the commentaries and they came to their conclusion. He doesn't know what he's saying. There's no such tithe in Leviticus. You see, they, they missed the whole point probably. His ridiculous statement is telling them, my statement is as ridiculous as your lifestyle. So, I believe that God is a very deep and detailed thinker. I don't believe this just to believe it. Scripture teaches that. God is the deepest thinker that will ever think. All the minds combined will never think as deep as God. All the theologians, all the physicists, all the mathematicians, every discipline, every field, every profession, from the first human till the last one, all of them combined cannot think as deep and as detailed as the eternal God. And thank you, Jesus, for that. (laughs) And I'm glad God's in control. Be careful not to chase a gnat and ignore the termites in the walls. Be careful. Be careful that you and I don't find ourselves living a life concerned about little things when there are weightier matters. Be careful not to fall in this scribe-Pharisee mode where, oh, they sang that song, but it was out of pitch. 
and your neighbor next door's electricity shut. Be careful with that. Because humans have this tendency. There are weightier matters. There are things, even to us, there are weightier matters. And we give a lot of attention to those things. It might take a little time to, oh, am I going to wear these colors today? Do I, is the, I, I mean, maybe some folks will be like, what's the church's theme this month? And try to dress accordingly. Or what's the season? I wore white one day and I didn't even know you're not supposed to wear white during that time of the year. Because I think it was near Labor Day or whatever. I'm like, I got too many things on my mind. I'm not worried about fashion that much, folks. There are folks dying all around me. There are folks that have no shirts or socks or shoes and you're worried about this stuff there are way weightier matters than for me to give myself to these vainful little things there are weightier matters the church is called to consider to ponder and to talk and to address the weightier matters because God is thinking about those How many years did the church fight over baptism? You baptize them three times. You baptize them in the name of Jesus, name the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You sprinkle them or you wet them completely. You try to drown the sin out of them. I mean, all this. Fight, 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 fight. Then you end up with a bunch of camps and then they get divided and there's weightier matters. Meanwhile, people running hungry. Let us be careful. Now I introduce to you the triplets. It's the triplets, fool. Justice. Mercy. And faith, scribes. Pharisees, don't you get it? Now justice, mercy, and faith are kingdom values, not slogans. You don't build a denomination or a religious movement with the word justice, mercy, or faith. No, 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 no. These are kingdom values. The kingdom is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom is at hand. And people are looking around. Where's the kingdom? Where's the kingdom? Jesus is the kingdom. Jesus is the standard of justice, mercy, and faithfulness. He's the standard. It's not a slogan. It's not something you just print on a t-shirt. No, no, something you put on a banner and talk about it and have classes about it and have discussion about it. No, it is the value of the kingdom. This is the way children of God ought to behave. You cannot outsource justice, mercy, and faith. In America, we find ways to outsource. That's Amazon. It's amazing Amazon. Think about this. They own nothing. 
Amazon doesn't own any products. They sell all products. The people who make the products outsource the sale and the storage of their products in Amazon buildings. It's been outsourced. And that's the way you do things. You outsource. So our, our electronics, we throw, them, we, we throw them away or something, and somebody picks them up, I don't know, collects them, and we outsource them. We send them overseas. They're dismantled overseas. There's plenty of studies and reports about this. Those waters overseas are contaminated. But the company that's sending them, you call them to attention and you say, hey, what are you doing with this? Well, that's not my problem. I outsourced it. You see, that's a mentality. It lives among us. Corporations work this way. They become billionaires this way. They outsource everything. Well, you cannot outsource justice, mercy, and faith. You must live it. I must live it. We must live it. Especially anyone who calls themselves a believer in Christ. Anyone who wants to identify themselves with, Christ, with Christianity, with Christ, is called to this standard. A weighty standard in comparison to human standards. I'm sure Adolf Hitler thought he was being just. I'm sure there's plenty of dictators that think that they're just. That they're being merciful. That, that they're faithful. You see, it is not what you think about justice, mercy, or faith. It is Jesus Christ's standard. That's the standard. And that standard compels me, crushes me, causes me to be reborn. Because that's a high standard. Justice and mercy is what we do. Faith is what we have. You can't give faith away. Faith either lives in you or doesn't. Is you or isn't? Mercy and justice is how I live out that faith. So here now to close. Especially given the state of affairs we're in. Not just as people in Goshen. We're talking about people in Indiana. We're talking about a nation, a world. Now, we're not going to go to the ends of the world, most likely. But we live in a community. So here and now, acts of justice to all, and I want to especially draw attention to the poor and vulnerable. This weekend, two main events were canceled in South Bend. According to the article, a thousand hotel rooms were canceled. That's a thousand cleanings, if you will. How does that affect 
the people that were providing the food to these events had, were canceled. The, the event was canceled. They're not providing the food. Cooks are out of work. Housekeepers are out of work. Maintenance is going to be out of work. Do you see what's happening? You may be fine. You may have a savings. I know some folks, I had a conversation, we're having dinner with some people, and he was concerned about his retire, his retirement, his stocks. I said, how old are you? He says, I'm 49. I said, brother, you got plenty of time. You don't need to be worrying about that. But you see how our mind works? At least you have stocks. At least you have a retirement. I know a lot of people don't, don't even have socks, let alone stocks. We got to be careful that we don't act like some. I read another article. The wealthy are getting their foods, taking a doctor and a nurse, and going elsewhere. They're taking a resource from society, a doctor and a nurse. So let's think about them. Acts of mercy to strengthen the weak and anxious. Faith in Christ will keep you afloat and anxiety at bay. So stay firm. For such a time as this, we have been called. May the Lord bless you.